episode 80, what it takes to have mental toughness. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I am a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in helping you gain a stronger body and mind. And I'm excited to help you discover your healthy self. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a good day, doing something fun while you're listening. Maybe running errands, maybe enjoying the fall weather. I, what else do I do when I do this my podcast? I do the dishes. I fold laundry. I get lots of stuff done because I let my mind be thinking about stuff while I'm physically doing things. So hopefully you're doing something fun and this podcast can be serve as a dual purpose <laughs> to learn things and then get things done or get physically fit or whatever it is. But um, I went to a couple weeks ago when I was in Telluride, I went to a Spartan race and I've never been to a Spartan race before. And I'm kind of familiar with it, but I wasn't, I didn't really know a lot about it. Hence, now I've really Googled it and researched it. And hopefully I'll be doing some Spartan racing next year. But to tell you how that all went down, um, it was a really interesting experience. So I, when I went to Telluride, we went, we ended up going to Telluride because I was supposed to be in Kona racing at the world championships for Ironman. 140.6. And it's the world championships there that I had qualified for and hoped that I could race, but it got canceled. Well, it got postponed and it got delayed and it's going to be next year. But when I got to Telluride, I realized there was a world championships happening there and that was for the Spartan racing. And so I was like, I have to go see this. I have to see what people talk about. I have to see what this is all about. And I was just new to the whole thing. So it was a two day racing event. So I, we went, I'll spend a lot of time there on Saturday. And then Sunday, we just saw some of the event. And the Sunday was actually the ultra world championship. Saturday, the story I'm going to tell you about was the beast. It's called Spartan beast. So we went there and finding some new friends, which I actually realized lived by me, which is fun. But I talked to them and then we went, saw some people start and kind of just started getting into like watching it and seeing what was happening. And most of the time, you know, I've told this before, but I'm usually the one who's participating in the event, but to be a spectator is a different, a whole nother ballpark. And so we watched some people start and they had a bunch of stagger starts. But by the time we get done, people got done watching people start, it was getting close to watching the first finisher come in. So, um, it was like a two and a half hour gap. So we went down there and watched the first finisher come in and it was awesome. He was crushing it and he made it through like, I think all the obstacles that I saw and he was generally awesome. So it wasn't until the second place guy came in. I don't even know his name. I don't know if he was in second in the elite division, his age group. So I don't know. So, and if he ever listens to it, he is amazing, but um, I still to this day don't know his name, but he came in and he was in second place. And I think, I believe there was four obstacles left where I was watching. And um, when you do Spartan racing, if you're familiar, familiar with it, if you can't do the obstacle, you have to do burpees, 30 burpees. So he came up to an obstacle and he must've just known he couldn't do it. So he just gave him his headband because they have to calculate it. If you're an, if you're contending for a prize or an elite or an age grouper, you have to have him 
show the number. So he showed him his number and started doing burpees. And I could tell when he started doing burpees that it was really challenging for him. Granted, I've never done this race and I'm sure it's super challenging for everyone because they're towards the very end of the race and they've been the the beast is 13.1 miles up and down the trails of Telluride Mountain, which is the ski resort, and then they have to do 30 obstacles within that time. So you know, granted, he would be very tired. And so he started doing him and I could tell that he was getting very defeated. And like, he would just go into the burpee and then you had to do a push up out of the burpee. And he was probably halfway through it. And I just saw that he just laid on the ground. He was just laying there. And I was like, Oh boy, I was like, this is not going to go very well for him. And there wasn't a lot of people there because it was just the beginning of people finishing. So I just like, for some reason, I was just like attached to him. I'm like, got as close as the fence as I could to him and he could see me. And I was just like, you have to get up. You have to keep going. So anyways, I just kept telling him that and he got through the burpees there. And then there was an, just right next to another one was the rope climb and he had to do the rope climb. And I think, I believe he tried it and couldn't get up and then he had to do 30 more burpees. And so I could just tell that he was just like, didn't know if he could do it, you know, and in his mind, I don't know. And I'm going to, I'm going to go through and break this down a little while. What, what I was thinking was happening, but I don't really know, but I could tell that he was even getting more deflated on the, the next event that he had to do 30 more burpees. So I just kept being like, come on, it's inside of you. I'm like, you're so close. And at that same time that he, in my eyes, he was second. I don't really know. I think he was in second, but and the, in my perception, the third place guy came through, did the obstacle, did the next obstacle and passed him. So at this point, he's in third or whatever position he would have been in. But I thought it was around third. So I'm like, you have to stay in it. But he was, I, I believe, getting more deflated because the fact this guy passed him and he was getting and he was getting he couldn't do the obstacles and the other guy could. So I was like, just stay with it. Like, and we just like zoned in. And he said to me, he's like, will you follow me to the finish? And I didn't really hear what he said. My friend was with me and she's like, Oh my gosh, it's so nice. And I was like, okay, I, I didn't know what he said, but I'm like, I got you. Like, I'm going to help you get there. And so he finished the burpees and then he got to the next event and it was, I don't know the names since I'm new to, to Spartan racing. Well, I'm not even, I've never done it, but since I've only watched one race, <laughs> <laughs> you have to take a sandbag and pull it up until it hits the top and then you let it down. And he couldn't that one either. So I watched him and I was just like, he would just lay longer after you do a burp. He would just lay there longer. And I was just like, come on. And I just stay there. And I'm like, you've got this. We're going to do this. And I just kept like coaching him through it. So, and then this is the cool part. He had one more obstacle left. And I was like, for sure, he's going to have to do burpees again, 30 more burpees. But this is the thing like somewhere inside of him, he got mustered up this extra strength that came from, I'm sure just him starting to like be more encouraged that he is going to get to the finish line. Like it was the last obstacle and it was inverted. It was like inverted monkey bars, but I'm not really sure again what it's called. And he did that. He completed no burpees. He finished, he got, he ran it into the finish line. And then I met him at the finish line and it was just so, it was such a neat experience because I went there and I found him because he'd kind of got muffled in with like the finish line stuff. And I found him and we just hugged and he's like, you did it. And I was like, I didn't do anything. You finished it. Like you did everything. He's like, but you got me here. And so I thought a lot about that experience and I'm going to, we're going to talk about that as I talk about what it takes to have this mental toughness that I saw in him that was starting to slightly fade. It looked like, but that he found it and like finished the race. And, um, 
the thing I want to start out with is just defining what mental toughness is. And I've listened to a bunch of podcasts this week and read a bunch of stuff about it as I'm prepping for this and trying to understand what went on in that race and how it's so impactful for me. Like after that finish, I was like, that's still the deal. I'm like, I totally want to do one of these things. I want to like experience this whole thing. And so, you know, helping him get to the finish line really helped me experience this new thing. And it was like such a way of me like giving back because so many times people have helped me get to finish lines and their, their words that have encouraged me over and over again have helped me to, to really dig deep and find that, that own courage inside of me and to get them there. And I couldn't do the race on that day, but I was there to support someone else. And it was just had come full circle. It was so awesome. I can't even put into words, but my heart was like so full the whole day of like that experience that went down. So anyways, as I was thinking about mental toughness and really thinking what happened on the race on that Saturday, I listened to a podcast and they define mental toughness is your ability to accept your reality and choose your response. So let me say that again. It's accepting your reality and choosing your response. So what I I believe happened is when this boy was boy, I don't know how old it was. He looked like he was in his twenties. I don't know. <laughs> I say boy, man. Um, is that he had to accept his reality, which we can do often, but if we're not careful and we're going to be talking about mentally tough when you've been working or working out really hard or you're in a situation that's really difficult, accepting your reality sometimes means like if we don't watch the interpretation, that would be like accepting defeat. But we just need to accept where we're at currently, what is happening. And just using this example of him, he was like, okay, I am... I'm doing very well in this race, but when someone else passed him, he had to realize, okay, I have slipped back one place and I'm not able to do the events, but I have to do the burpees instead. And so accepting that for just where we're at and not where we wish we could be or what we, you know, had happened in the past, maybe previous races where he's done it. I don't know. Cause I don't know this guy, but we have to just accept it for here because when we can accept reality for what it is, then we have the ability to move forward. And so in in accepting that, okay, this is where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm tired. I've had a long day accepting it. And I have this many events left, accept that reality. And then from there, this is the part where I really believe the mental toughness comes in. It's choosing your response because this is what happens if we give into it and we don't really choose a response, we react to it. And that's usually a default setting. And the reacting is usually us quitting or us kind of like giving up or not giving it our all, whatever that looks like. And sometimes that could have been him when he would do a burping, then he would just lay there for a while is if we're not careful, we react to what's happening. And when we react and we go to a default setting, it's usually those negative, like the default setting, unless we really train that is usually go to the negative thoughts. And in, in a race situation, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like I'm falling behind. Like what's happening? My body's too tired. All that that had been playing in. That's what we want to care. That's what we want to be careful. That's what we mean. Like what's mental toughness. It's responding responding like you have the choice to respond and when we choose to respond at that rate we can decide like okay I know what's happening I got past I have this many obstacles left but what what can I still do what's the next best thing I can do moving forward and in my eyes I'm guessing as soon as I started like talking to him I'm like you have it in you you have like dig deep I didn't do anything to make him stronger he found that inside of him he remembered that he had it inside he decided to choose that he was going to keep moving forward that he was going to keep doing his burpees that he was going to keep doing the next best thing he could to get to the finish line with with whatever he had left inside of him right so 
that's such a good thing to remember that there's two parts of being mentally tough and that's accepting what is currently happening, accepting the reality for what it is and then choosing how we want to respond and choosing how we want to respond. It's us thinking in our higher power. It's us deciding that we want to have something that's going to pull us forward. We want to have a thought that's going to have us encourage us to go further. It's going to give us courage. It's going to give us um, some empowerment to move. So if we have the motion in and we, we decide right now, we can still choose what we want to do. Then we're empowered to move forward. And that empowerment is gives us the choice to choose what's the next best thing. So I believe that is what happened when I kept telling him like, okay, you can do this. He realized he still had a choice to decide to keep moving, to keep doing the burpees, to keep mentally just being like, okay, I know my reality, but I can still do this and get a thought that's going to create some positive momentum to pull him forward, to keep that going. And the second point I want to point out is that I believe that when we encourage others, and that's what I kept doing, I just was like, I mean, like, I felt like our souls connected, but I was just encouraging him like at a very like intense way, because I was really as close to him as I could with the fence and just tell him like you have it in you I know you do but the encouragement like you break down encourage is is the en and then courage like it helps them find their courage right because it takes courage when we're being mentally tough we have to have courage to show up and do the hard thing what we do when we race is hard what we do as a parent is hard what we do as a mom is hard right or if, if we're trying to lose weight. We have to have the courage to stick with it when being mentally tough is like, okay, what's the reality? Like maybe I made a mistake with my food right now, or maybe I ate this and this, it wasn't on my plan. But if I accept that I just did that, and then how do I want to choose to respond to what I want to react and just say, I just fell off the wagon, I'm going to eat everything. Or do we just say, no, like, how do I get out back on track? Because I'm going to choose my response, right? I'm going to respond instead of not react. And anyways, that is what I think that he did. And when we encourage, we help them like have the courage to find they have it inside them. So to encourage someone else is such a win-win because I encouraged him, but I found, I found this inside of me. Like I found this ability, like I got excited, right? Too. I wanted to help empower him. And so it helped, it helped bring this positive emotion out inside of me. And then it helped encourage him to find his courage to be like, no, I have this in me. And I think that that is something that we don't a lot for in life, though. We don't really know what's going to happen when we encourage someone, but to help him get to that finish line was like, it was like helping him win. It was helping me win because I was so excited for him. I couldn't, I didn't have the my race, but I saw that he could have this. And it was like a contagious thing that we are all winning and that we are, I was creating this positive environment, hopefully for me, which helped have him have the positive environment as well. So I just think there's so much to be said for what encouraging athletes can do or encouraging someone along the way. And it helps us see that we have it inside of us too, that when I was encouraging him, I was lifted up as well. So I just think that's really something to think about is how powerful encouragement can be and it helps people find their courage inside of them. And that's part about being mentally tough is knowing that we have the courage inside of us, even though it might be muffled up and kind of clouded when we're really tired, right? When, when we physically start getting tired, it's hard to tap into that. And to hear someone say like, you can do it, you have it inside you, we can redirect to hear that thought and we can make it mean something. And then we can decide to adopt that 
and be like, I do have that inside of me and then continue to push forward. And then as I was thinking about this, I'm like, what really, what really has to happen? Because it's not like you can just be mentally tough and not train for something, right? Or, you know, you can't, as if we're on talking about a food plan, you can't just not follow the food plan and just be like, I'm mentally fine. I can just work through it every single time. Or, um, you know, when we're trying to be a mom, like we have to have systems in place. We have to have, we have to prepare, you know, we have to do our best at having a schedule and doing these different things. That's the same as an athlete. Like we have have to like, you know, follow a plan and make ourselves strong. And I'm sure that's, that's what this boy did. Like he had the strength to run all these things and do all the obstacles of the burpee to where he was just the very getting close to the finish line. So I'm like, how does it correlate? How does this mental, how do we have mental toughness and physical toughness and how does it go together? And so, um, I read this article and I thought it was so awesome to, how it kind of broke it down. And the guy's name is Christopher Mance. And it said, he said, breaking it down physically tough is that pain itself is actual physical. It's not a state of mind, right? So when we have pain, it's a physical thing. But when we have the intensity of our pain is created from our state of mind. So when we have this mental toughness, it's that we have to we're going to have physical pain, right? But then the mental toughness happens when we decide what we want to think that if we decide to have positive thoughts, it will create this positive motion or some motion that's going to help us move forward. The intensity of our pain will not be as great. So on, um, you know, the reverse of the reverse is if we have, you know, and we're not redirecting our thoughts that when we have physical pain and when we're racing or as a parent, we have physical pain and when we're trying to, you know, whatever that is, a lot of times when we're racing, we have physical pain, but when we decide to attach more to that, that's going to create the intensity. It's going to make it hard. So if we have physical pain, we're racing, and then we decide to be like, I can't do this, or this is too hard. Those thoughts that create that negative emotion, that's going to be the, make the intensity of our pain go up. So when we're working on, we have to be prepared physically, but when we want to mentally make it make this race be easier or anything we're doing in life, we have to realize that the intensity of our pain can be managed by what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And that's something that's in our control. So that's something to remember. So I just think as I think about this experience and I think about how can we all become more mentally tough in our life? Like, what does it take? And it really has us, first of all, like I said from the beginning, just to recap, is it really has us being like, we have to accept reality for what it is. And I've talked about this a lot in life, but when we can accept it and then we can actually move forward because we're not living in the past or the future, we accept where we're at. And then from there, we have the ability to decide how we want to respond. And then when we respond in a way that is going to move, move us forward, if that, if, if you want to say that's a positive thinking, that's going to give us positive emotion, that's fine, whatever that is. But that's the way we have this mental toughness that we can get through life in a better way is by deciding, right? Not reacting or going to our default mode. And that's why when we have this courage, courage is an emotion that helps us go forward. It doesn't mean that it feels like it's not scary, but it's enough of like that warrior ability to keep going. And so that's why when I talk about encouragement, it's just when we encourage others, it helps them find, you know, and speaking of the Spartan race, it helps them find the warrior inside them that's there, that they just might need a little reminding. They just need to like kind of clear the fog and they remember that. So when we encourage them, it has the ability to help them find their courage. And the last thing is, is that we have to prepare 
physically for things, but but physically being tough is really taking in the fact that we are prepared physically, but the, t- the word tough really brings in the mental toughness that comes in. And that's realizing that we have the capacity to make our physical pain, which comes in life, which, which will come in life. We will have physical pain, but we can make it more intense or less intense by what we make it all mean and what emotions we attach to that. So I just want us all to think about that because in life, we're going to have things that are hard, whether we're going to choose, like choose a challenge of doing a race, doing a Spartan race, which I, I, (laughs) my friend is like, why would you want to choose this? Right? Why would you want to choose to put yourself through this? And that's been so funny to me because I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally want to choose to do this. Right? I want to take the challenge, this physical challenge, and I want to see what it's going to do, how it's going to help me mentally, right? So I have a different view on it, but I I see it. And then I say, you know, whatever that is, if we don't want to choose the challenge in life, challenges will come to us in life. I I guarantee that. And we have the opportunity at that point to see if we are mentally tough because we, we don't get to choose a lot of our challenges in life. Sometimes we do, but we have to learn to accept because then we're in the reality and the presence. And then we can get to a place of thinking, what do we want to do next? So just remember that we always have the ability to tap in to be mentally tough, right? We have the ability to find that courage inside of us and to keep moving forward, but it's going to take us practicing it over and over again. And as we keep doing it over and over again, it's not like it becomes easier. We just become stronger and then we become tougher. So I know you can do this. Try one of the things, try something this week and see how you can apply being mentally tough and see what it does for you. And I will talk to you guys all next week. All right. Bye-bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates you every time? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. It is a monthly group coaching program where we coach on topics such as weight loss, exercise, and how to be an active participant in your daily life. We also talk about relationships with ourselves and with others and how to nourish and enrich those so we can expand and broaden our perspective in life. I like to compare it to a gym, but this program is working with your body and your mind. So come inside and see what it's all about. You can join Team Elevate through CammyBanks.com or you can get on my Instagram at CammyBanksCoaching and that's Cammy with a K. Also, if you like this podcast, please follow it and share it with a friend and leave a review. And again, thank you for sharing your time with me. Bye-bye.